sharing insights into being and becoming a teacher. I'm your host, Morel Lennon, an Associate Professor in Education at Swinburne University of Technology in Melbourne, Australia. I'm curious and I love to use this strength to find out more. So what better way to support others and to create this podcast to be able to gain insights and perspectives from colleagues and friends. I also run Explore and Create Co that runs workshops, delivers coaching and creates resources informed by positive psychology to support all of us in different ways to explore self-care and mindfulness to help us flourish. And so there is no surprise that well-being features in much of this podcast. So I really want to delve further into what it means to be a teacher, what we bring, how we navigate the current climate and tips and tricks that support us being and becoming teachers. In this series, I'm doing something a little different. I'm going solo with a focus on tricky situations and providing some strategies. The aim is to be practical and to provide you with a background into what you can try to support your confidence and support your well-being and self-care as a teacher and a human, really. So join me as we explore some critical moments of being and becoming a teacher and match these with some practical strategies, tips and points of action to help you flourish. talking about procrastination and we're going to do a little bit of a mini deep dive and talk about some strategies to help you with this. So procrastination is the act of delaying or putting off tasks until the last minute or often past the deadline. It's a form of self-regulation failure characterized by irrational delay of tasks despite potentially negative consequences or as the Harvard Business Review has just uh, released, says that procrastination can be a problem that stems from one of three things, your habits and systems, or a lack of, your desire to avoid negative emotions, such as anxiety or boredom, or your own flawed thinking patterns, which can make a task seem harder than it is. So procrastination, we often think of this as a it reflects um, a person's struggle with self-control. It involves a degree of self-deception. So you're aware of actions and the consequences, but changing your habits requires even greater effort than completing the task in front of you. So there can be a whole lot of drivers that can cause procrastination. It could be something like low self-confidence to anxiety, a lack of structure, It can be simply an inability to motivate oneself to complete an unpleasant task. And something like perfectionism can also sit there for us. So psychologically more acceptable to never tackle the task rather than face the possibility of not doing it well. So there can be good and bad procrastination. Bad procrastination is avoiding a task always running behind or missing a deadline and we're thinking through also the impact on others so it's more than just the task it can also impact your relationships as well so we need to be careful also that you become so exhausted from operating this way that you can't make any decision at all then we flip to the other side of good procrastination 
good procrastination can help you process something. It can be more effective when you come to completing the task because you've processed what you need to do and you've broken down the tasks. So I think of this like hanging out the washing while I'm doing something else and trying to think through how do I, how do I process this? How do I approach this? Um, so hanging out the washing can be a task that I need to do, but it can also be so different to what I'm thinking on. For example, if I'm writing at the time, um, it might be for you working on assignment, creating a lesson plan, thinking through how you're going to work with a particular student. Um, and the act of putting out the washing it is so far removed from processing that, but at the time it drops little seeds for you and you land, oh yeah, I could try this, I could try that. So sometimes putting things off can also help us make better decisions and even improve the quality of what we produce. So there's a caveat there that we've already been thinking about what we're working on in order for this to also occur for us. And good procrastination can be a, can send you a message that maybe you don't care anymore or need to be doing what you've been putting off, or maybe you shouldn't have been doing it at all. So when we think about procrastination and struggling with procrastination, some of the ways that we can interrupt this is to think through um, your mindset. So developing an empathy for yourself. And this is where self-compassion comes in and treating yourself like a friend. So not being harsh on yourself, not entering into the negative self-talk, the judgment, realizing that procrastination is experienced pretty much by everybody. Some of us sit more in it than others. Um, and how can we work through that in order to progress the task? But also what is it telling us? Another thing to think about as a tip is what does success look like for you? So we're thinking about accomplishment here. So does success look like for you a completion of a percentage of effort? Is it about smart working? Is it about streamlining? Is it about focusing your thinking, meeting the deadline? And also is there an aspect there? There's an appreciation for yourself and what happens when you do do the task and reward. So it's thinking through a whole heap of different aspects. It's not just a task. It might not just be the lesson plan you've got to write or the assignment that you've got to do. There can be other aspects to it that are rewarding for yourself in regards to accomplishment. The other thing to think about is looking at how you approach tasks and breaking it down into chunks. And what does that look like for you in relation to the action, but also the time? So my tip for this is to think about through making a plan, but also thinking about when do you need to engage on the task? What does that look like? And subconsciously allowing yourself to absorb the task as well. And my other tip is do not multitask. So give yourself permission for your mind to focus on one topic and one area, one task. And if you go on tangents or get excited by a shiny new thing, you know, create a folder or a notebook, write it down, collect it so that you know future self can come back to it. But current self who's working on this task can just focus in on that. And my hot tip for you as you consider procrastination and what this means for you is to think through 
when does your brain work best for creativity or for new words or for focusing on problem solving? Identify when that is for you. So for me, for example, it's morning and then it can be late afternoon. And carve time out in your diary for when you can work on these types of tasks, when your brain is in the best position it can be. And then pair that with something that you enjoy and brings you joy. So for example, I write in the morning, I create new words, I'm fresh, and I pair that with a green tea as my little reward. So enjoy as you explore these tips on procrastination.